podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ah, fuck off, get it, the Euros are over. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening, good evening. Yeah, this is the last of the Euro Trippers. I think it's our fifth show of the whole Euro 16 programme. Could be the fourth one, could be the third one. We never actually keep count because we just don't care after we've done this and walk out of the fucking bunker. Um, oh yeah, can't. We're cutting down the swearing, supposedly. Um, fuck. And um, so, what's up tonight? Yeah, Monster Gadgets, they sponsored it. They've done the Euro Trippers and they've given away a tablet and we'll announce the winner in the outro, but I do think we have one. Um, I'm just waiting on Neil to text me the details. And uh, get on there, use the Euro 16 promo code for a 10% discount and there's, um, um, I think there's smartwatches and there's Android boxes and there's gadgets and stuff like that. But there's all that technical shit, so you'll enjoy it. So get on there. Anyway, up tonight, we're going to talk about the end of the Euros. Woo! And we're going to be talking about the pre-season friendlies. Woohoo! We're going to be talking about football to do with Liverpool as well. Woohoo! And Sacco. Uh. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so joining me tonight, of course, we've got Brenzy in. Um, we've also got, well, it's Paul Brennan and Stephen Daly in, as you'd know him from Twitter as well. And we brought uh, Dave Thomas in because we believe he may have written an article today that might have spiked just a little bit of debate around the whole Sacco incident. Uh, so without further ado... Let's hand it over to the boys. Alrighty, so okay, then. Let's get this on the way. Last your last of the Euro trippers. Steve O in the nip. Yeah. <laughs> Getting ready for when Nilo gets us to 20,000 followers and has to do with an address with with his hair dyed ginger. Um anyway, so lads, the Euros are over. Thank fuck. Says all the latent boy straight away. Um and your opinion? Good tournament, bad tournament, good football, bad football. I, th- I think you tend to look back on these tournaments as better football than they probably were. You know what I mean? You look back on any tournament, it's full of shit matches. Mm. You know, so this was no different. There was a couple of good games, probably. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed all the Ireland games, actually, even the one where Belgium tonked us. But, you know, <laughs> um, there was very few good games in the tournament. Very few good teams. I yeah, mean, well, like, you know. But you, like, uh, you say that, but truthfully, right, you make it a World Cup. How many better teams come into it. Not that many. Seven. International football is just shite. Yeah, it's shit. So it's not that they're bad teams because some have to be good and some have to be bad if you're, if you're putting a, a point at which what's good and what's bad. Mm. But international football is just shit. Players I, I don't mean, care I, about I, it anymore. I, enjoyed, I, I thought it was, I mean, as a Welshman, obviously I thought it was good. It was our first major tournament since 1958. Really? Know? No one no, had no, no mentioned that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last person, uh, before this tournament, the last person to score against Wales in a major tournament was Pele and he was 17. Yeah. And now he's under an 82. So there and we he's go. a wanker. He is a wanker. <laughs> um, but, you know, what I thought, there was just... Literally. It's great to have football on, right? So that was my thing. It was like fucking bed and I'm watching... The Olympics, which we're all going to like, blow our brains out, though, when the <clears throat> Olympics comes on. Love Island? Love Island. Mm. By the way, that is a great show. <laughs> <laughs> that is you a know tremendous what? show. I don't want to admit it, but it, it's not that it's a great show, but it really does drag you in with the absolute levels of shit drama. <laughs> just, it's like... Isn't this is a reality show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. they get all these ridiculously good-looking people right. who are from other reality TV shows yeah. and stuff. And, and then and the, the, the thing is, like, who's going to... The best of the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, it's like, who's going to have sex first? And then the next day... You the the way people get voted out is about who they want to um, go to bed with or who they want to cuddle with. I can't remember what it is. Oh, the person I want to cuddle up with tonight is Paul. So the other guy gets kicked. I knew out, it was basically. only a matter of time, buddy. <laughs> 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 who wouldn't look at those big strong arms? Imagine I'm holding you now. But anyway, Love Island, great show. Pulling on these um, tits. Yeah, who, who doesn't want to cuddle Dave Hendricks look alike? <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hendricks bigger brother <laughs> the thing that I uh, that I liked about it was there were some funny stories in the era like Hodgson being Hodgson was mm. fantastic you know what I mean mm. I mean that was like just the best Iceland beating England was probably the highlight of the tournament just century Oh as a, as a Welsh man, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I was a little disappointed for for Wales in the end because I thought that we, you know, we'd beaten probably the better team in our half of the draw, which was Belgium. Going up against Portugal, I kind of fancied us, to be honest with you. <coughs> but we probably would have got killed in the final. So, yeah, you, you, know. you, you um, just ran out of steam, didn't you? Like well, a... Ramsey was a big loss. 
Yeah. More but, than I thought he'd be at. But I think there wasn't that level of depth in the squad, which there never is at a no, team of Wales side or Ireland side or anything like that. So, And it's the same thing that happened to Iceland. You know, you get five games in within yeah. two weeks. That's a lot then to ask start, for. Then you start losing your fourth yeah, 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 exactly. And you, you lose people Paul, to yellow cards. And yeah. How did you feel about the tournament? Oh, fairly shite in the hole, I'd have thought. Yeah. I was disappointed now because, I think you know, the, the last World Cup, Kind of gave me a false dawn, like because I've always said that international football is shite. Like I, I never like it nearly as much as club football. Mm. And then that you know that first couple of games in the last World Cup, like there were there, there was goals flying in and stuff like that. So I kind of coming into the I was like, oh yeah, maybe this is going to be good. Yeah. And you know, there was a bit of buzz the first few games, and like I was just kind of like. I'm going to go and have a wank or put the PlayStation on or something <laughs> instead of watching this trash. It was kind of the tournament of bad managers, though. Because yeah. actually, the, the sides were better than they're showing. Like, Belgium mm. should have walked it. Wilmot, yeah. France yeah. should have beaten Portugal in the final. England were better than what well, they I'd, showed. I'd, 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 on the France, I mean, when Chris Coleman gets to the semi-finals, I don't know what more Deschamps could have done, maybe. I yeah. think Deschamps' biggest issue was not so much the performances but more his squad selection. I think when he looks back yeah. and he could have had Benzema in the side, he could have had Lackey. No, well, well plus he built his no, team but he couldn't have Benzema. He, it wasn't his choice to not yeah, have yeah, Benzema. But, 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 like, but Lacazette or somebody like that that yeah, gave him... A, a natural goal score. You know what but I think? Had Martial, I, I was great. just going to say... <laughs> but he plays Gickner instead of... Yeah, like I, I, think, I think he... Well, he did play Martial for the first two, maybe three games. And he didn't Mar- start. Uh, he, he came on. He started, came the, on se- he started the second game. And didn't do anything. Yeah, he dropped he dropped Pogba and Griezmann and oh, played Martial. I yeah, haven't bought into game. this Martial thing, by the way. I, I, I don't get it. Like, I, if, I go back to Steve's point. Like, I would much rather, if I was the French manager, brought Lacazette, who scored goals for fun over the last four or five years, well, and, and is a proven goal scorer. Well, I had this conversation with Man United fans there recently, like they, who were trying to justify how good Martial is, and I'm saying... It's 60 million quid or whatever they paid out initially, mm. but the overall price is near it's 60 not, million It's quid. not so much as Martial, and, and I, I can see the argument for, like I said, it's more when you've got that midfield, play three out and out forwards ahead of you rather than Paye, Griezmann, and Giroud, which is essentially one forward, Griezmann. You know, the other, you know I know yeah. Paye has had a good season, but I don't think he's. He's a very good player. I'm not sure he's good enough to build that French attack around. No, and, and, and take, that's taking so, off Giroud and looking to bring that Gigna yeah, fell on. That, that's oh shocking God. stuff. Like for yeah, a, for a, yeah, like a squad that strong. Like so, that's the bit where I was like, first of all, he seemed to be playing Pogba as the DM, the deepest player. Mm. When surely he's better as box to box. He had Matuidi next to him and Suzuki, and that, for me, that's too the similar. Mm. You know, and then Paye and Griezmann dropping in. Um, and Giroud has no pace, so you can't get, get in behind. So it's, it's Yeah, you would have thought with that team that you would want to have somebody who can sit on the shoulder yeah. of the last man and just bury that three yards off him exactly. to, to take balls or in behind. Or play Griezmann up front yeah. and bring someone else in. Well, well, taking that, like looking at the final itself against Portugal, you, you, they did make enough chances to win that game. Oh yeah, but I was delighted. I know. Delighted <laughs> Portugal won. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I have to say, as a narrative to a final, it's like it's, it's your classic end of season um, finisher for a TV show where the star player goes down after like five minutes yeah. and they look dead and buried and you know the other team hits the post <laughs> and it looks like it just looks like it's all over 
the, the, the fucking reject who's been sitting on the bench for three years comes on and scores a blinder to win the thing and he's the hero all of a sudden yeah so. like it, it was brilliant the speed of social media for the 150,000 Twitter pages set up as Ronaldo's moth and, uh, <laughs> and and the vines of him becoming a manager did you see the ones where he's on the <laughs> sideline or the one where he, who, I don't know who is he sitting beside on the in the dugout did you oh, see that he one punches he, him and he punches him on the leg yeah. and the man nearly cries it reminds me <laughs> like, oh, oh sorry years ago when um, David James was coming off the field McManaman was in front of him and he gave McManaman a little tap on the head as if to say well done like and McManaman was like oh my god what the fuck that can't have hurt but I mean for Ronaldo look all seriousness I, I think Ronaldo's a phenomenal player okay you don't have to like him necessarily as a you person have to respect but him. the only reason we don't like him is because he never played for us yeah. I mean if he played for Liverpool we'd have fucking be as good as stands R- Ronaldo's at that same level of Suarez it's, <laughs> yeah. it's the reason it that we'd have dragged him down to our level faded into oblivion <laughs> he'd be playing with Cinema Pongo yeah. so he'd be the next Bruno Sherry <laughs> <Yeah>. exactly <laughs> oh, I was saying, do you remember we spent like 12 million on this fella Ronaldo for so he, he does never. his step over yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. curly headed yeah. 18 years old 12 million fuck off because who knew we playing was wing back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't it be like your man Charisma? Look at him. Stig Inge Bjorn be getting replaced by Ronaldo at half time. <laughs> in that you left like, wing you back. You like sign Mark Gonzalez and he goes up to bring yeah. the ball. Every time of Gonzalez now for Chile. Unlucky Mark. Oh, well. And but I mean, I was delighted for Ronaldo because he's. Uh, you know, ah, he deserves he yeah. deserves to win something. Like he's he has come close as a as a teenager. He came close in two thousand and four, wasn't yeah. it? You know, and 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 that's the year they should have won it. That I think, to be fair, right? They won that with fucking Kares in the side <laughs> with his feather be. on his head. How old what? is yeah. I feel like we've been trying to sign him since Keegan left. So yeah. we're like, how old is Kares? But fifty five or yeah, something. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> it's crazy that they they won with that that team. That's the you know that's a that's not a great international side. Ronaldo yeah. is a fucking gay back though, isn't he? My God, I love him. I, love I know him. you I love him. him. So he's obviously gay What do you not like about him? The, oh, well, hang on. They're the kind of oh well, the cameras are on me, and, and I'm not on the pitch anymore. So. I'll be the manager. That's it. That's how the cameras <laughs> will stay on me. The fucking I, I like That's Even exactly the... how I would be. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. would be like, if I was that good, fuck yes. Like, you know? <laughs> like all this fake fucking humility. Hang on, I'm better than fucking everyone. So I've got to be I'm surprised when Edder scored the winner that he didn't go, oh, fuck that now, lads. Like, you know, there's no way he scored in the winner. Yeah. <laughs> Let him so, score a goal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see Ronaldo hobbling up to the commentary box to have a put out on the tannoy yeah. that he actually scored the goal. <laughs> <laughs> Correction, this was actually Ronaldo's goal. Yeah. Well, according to all the press releases, he was doing the team talks. He well, he told Ed Air he was going to score the winning goal as he yeah. was going yeah, on. Yeah, he pulled yeah. him aside and told him he was going yeah, to score the winning goal. He probably told Rui Patrizzi on that as well. <laughs> <laughs> actually, there's a player who, who, who had a fantastic tournament, the goalkeeper for Portugal. And even in the final, he kept him in the game. I, we were linked with him and we went into the sign like so good scout again. Yeah. Um, ah, listen, he had one good, he had a couple of good games. I know, but he's a good goalkeeper. He's he's he he's reasonable. He's, he's a reasonable Mignolet. goalkeeper. So, like, he's yeah. not Mignolet, but had we signed Rui, uh, Rui fucking Patricio, we could quite easily be sitting here two years later going. He's not very good. We need but to replace him. That's because whenever we, we sign anyone, we that, so that's my point. Like, <laughs> so no matter that, how good they think. that's my point. Maybe it's systematic of our ability to improve goalkeepers rather than the actual Maybe individuals coming in. Maybe it's just a jinx. Maybe there's a gypsy course or something. It would be deserved. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see what happens with Carrius now. 
Yeah, you know. He's well, the, he looks shit in all those training photos and diving over the ball. And <laughs> he looks absolutely <laughs> shit. I haven't looked at a single training photo of him. I'm just looking at his Instagram <laughs> where he's naked half yeah, the time. He's a handsome man and therefore Bloody a brilliant hell. goalkeeper. That is ridiculous. <laughs> he should just take his shirt off and nobody will try and score. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I just, think it's, it's just was, body painting his jersey now. <laughs> I think Klopp is saying, I want you to look like Void and Feather. The hair is very Void and Feather. Um, you think the manager's telling him to look like yeah. another man? Yeah. <laughs> I, want, I a, want you to be my boy. That seems like a, a logical explanation. A this is who you've got to be. Like James Stewart in Vertigo, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, just brush your hair that way. Yeah. 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 Why don't you wear this dress? My <laughs> <laughs> like, dead wife used to have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a touch of that, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't say Klopp's wife's name, by the way. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then she just, went just, in the night and they shouldn't be found yet. <laughs> the last thing on Portugal, you know, it's great seeing uh, Ronaldo prove that he is better than Messi once for all. But like, it's... Um, well, Messi's well, a cheat. Sack him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he's going to jail. You won't have to sack okay, him. Okay, there we go. Uh, but come here to me. How does it feel as, like, as a Welshman to be the only team that were actually beaten by Portugal in 90 minutes in a tournament? Well, you know, if you're going to lose, you should lose to the winners, right? That's fair enough. Do you know what I mean? It's like... That's yeah, that, that's that. That's that bullshit thing you do, isn't it? You yeah. go, oh, at least we got beat by the team who went on to win it. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like when our football team got sheriff in the uh, Leinster Junior Cup a few years ago, you know, and they were always going to win it. <laughs> we got them in the third round and they beat us two 0 and it was like, ah, yeah, at least we lost to the eventual winners. <laughs> we could have come up against a hundred teams who were losing in that round. It didn't matter. But <laughs> fairness, we had chances, I think. Yeah, yeah, we did. I mean, the only thing that was, you were as I said, the only thing that was frustrating is that I. I, I think the teams are relatively evenly matched. You know, yeah. full strength Wales versus full strength Portugal would have been a good game, but there we go. It doesn't doesn't matter. I mean, semi final was great for Wales. I don't think we'll. It's a, a feat we're likely to repeat for another fifty years. So, mm. got to enjoy it. Really, got to be happy. Well, you've it. A, like maybe not the semi finals, but you have an excellent chance in four years' time of of coming through your group again and and getting to the. See, the problem we've got is the players. That, we, that if you think about who the be- best players were for Wales, right? So Ashley Williams is thirty-four. Mm. Joe Allen, by the time the next Euros comes around, is going to be thirty-three or thirty-two, whatever he's going to be. Yeah. You know, we've got no striker. You basically got Bale and Ramsey, who are young enough, and then Davis and some of these other guys coming through. But let's look five years. Let's yeah. look five years back, right, and say Bale is still at Tottenham, unable to win a game. Um, but Toshak five years ago to be fair he did blood a lot of those yeah, kids and that's my point so, so, so now now is like you would nearly phase. be you would nearly be using this as your next and that's what I would do now and this is where you know it's a, it's it's tough for I mean England are going to go through the same thing now where they look at who their next manager should be but there is an argument for Wales I think to go okay well let's start another cycle yeah. who could we bring in that's good at youth football that's going to bring in young players through has a good network Hudson. is Coleman that guy I don't know well Coleman said he doesn't want to stay beyond the yeah, next he wants tournament to do the World Cup yeah which is, fair enough. which is fair enough but like you would think that Wales might have the sense then to maybe bring in a, an under 21s manager that has the capability to exactly. move exactly that's into, what they should be looking to do yeah. you know even like and I know he's a figure of fun but the likes of uh, Pasco or someone like that you know who can bring through young players <laughs> 
<laughs> I couldn't finish it. I tried to get you did your best. You did your best. I couldn't get it. Well, he is well. Swinging his giant rattle around. I mean, if the national manager has to be. Jack Game Low was bad with the scratch and sniff. Why didn't he get it out of Pasco in the bonnet and the nappy? Well, the problem for Wales is that, like, Roy Hodgson gets paid three or got paid 3.5 million pound a year whereas the Welsh manager gets paid I think it's 50,000 and seven sheep something like that like it's <laughs> tiny 50,000 it's really tiny maybe 150 maybe something like that it's tiny really? money yeah tiny money Coleman Jesus was the lowest paid even Steve I wouldn't do <laughs> no chance yeah you wouldn't do it for a month for 50 no, no chance not a money chance Euro. not a chance I'd have to fucking quit my own job to do it and you'd have to start declaring tax <laughs> yeah which would be a big problem yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be able to say I was living in the Isle of Man <laughs> that's a long commute you have Stephen yes it is yeah, yeah. I take my chopper up <laughs> from the Isle of Man lads Poyet was um announced as player of the tournament Ugh. what type of shite is that it's picking it off the first three games when he belted in a couple of screamers mm. and that's that he wasn't player of the tournament he completely when the chips were down in the, disappeared in, he wasn't there in the Ireland game he wasn't there in any of the games in the knockout stages yeah. I can't remember one single match during the knockout stages maybe somebody will correct me but I can't remember a match where I thought he's even having a major impact never mind grabbing it by the scruff of the neck and, and, and really driving them forward he didn't even look like one of their five best players in most of the games. Who's this? Play in in, yeah, in the just, knockout stages. People are going fucking. Cr- I mean, even last season, I I saw someone on Twitter yesterday say, "Is it a better player in the world than Pae?" Yes, yes. <laughs> many of that them. That was quite a couple. Yes. Like I just even like last season, Antoine like, Griezmann in his own team. <laughs> yes, he is better than Pae. But wasn't like Firmino's numbers? Comparable the, to the, no, only, like only for about. Uh, I had this yet again. Had this argument. I tend to have a lot of arguments. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had you? this discussion. I had this discussion <laughs> with somebody a while back because I was saying from January till about mid saying, late March. Head on you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> from from January till till late March, his numbers actually were comparable. Firmino fell off a cliff then. But and the Pai thing is, if going. you take Pai's set pieces out, it's a bit like Milner's assist stats, right? You know, if you take out his penalties and and uh, yeah, but all the Milner's were by accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good player, don't get me wrong, yeah, but I yeah. think he's been overblown. This fifty million pound <laughs> this fifty million quid and going to Real shit. Yeah. I think it'll all disappear. But if Benteke is a thirty one if Benteke is a thirty one million pound player, yeah, Pye is a fifteen fifty million pound player if somebody in the premiership's buying. Jesus yeah. Christ, Jordan Ibe is a fifteen million pound player. I know, I know. Fuck. It's just well, least, he, remember Jordan Ibe is, is twenty one or yeah, twenty yeah, yeah, and yeah. English. Pye is nearly thirty. Yeah. You know and fat. Yeah, you know that's the he's thing. A proper flavour. He's definitely going to balloon. He's, yeah, like, he's, 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 he's the French. Definitely Frank a fan of a tangine. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's the French Frank Sinclair. Remember Frank Sinclair? Yeah, I do yeah. remember Frank Sinclair. Yeah. That's what he is. Or Trevor Sinclair. Trevor Sinclair. Yeah, I was was say, yeah, Frank Sinclair was the big centre half for Chelsea. All the fullbacks. Oh, for Chelsea. Fullback with a balloon head. Yeah. Was he? Was he a fullback? I think he played centre half for Chelsea. I think he centre half for Chelsea as well. But Frank Sinclair played for Chelsea. But Trevor Sinclair did that overhead kick. Yeah. One season when he was like, oh my god, he was ridiculous. He scored the overhead kick from about ten yards outside the box. I go there. He still had his dread. Tony Yaboa. Tony Yaboa. Do you remember Knox, for like Tony, three games, Tony Yaboa was Tony like the Yaboa best striker ever? He had the hardest shot known to man. He yeah. Hit, hit he did one. it to Liverpool twice, didn't <laughs> he? <did it> twice. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, 
Two yeah. ridiculous yeah. bend yeah. and volley power Although, shots. Viduki, good, goal, goal, good goalkeeper saves that first. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Viduki used to do that to us as we well. Patrizio would have saved. Viduki and Patrizio would have saved. Big fat Aussie bastard just decided to show up against Liverpool yeah. every season. I would have a fucking mate Get in sports leads. <laughs> and I used to cane him about Viduki. That fat cunt playing up front. You should be ashamed of yourself. You had the phone hopping when that was like, And by the phone hopping, you mean your landline because mobiles weren't around at that point. <laughs> <laughs> ring, ring. Hello, is Paul there? Yeah, I just want to slag him about another goal for Viduka. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the him I'm not in. The 3210 was doing the rounds back then, it was. <laughs> well, polyphonic ringtones and a colour screen. Uh, yeah, two, it had 256 colours. I can't remember what year that was. It wasn't polyphonic anyway. It was, yeah. Polyphonic came 3210. Yeah. It was the grey one, the black grey one. No, that, that's was like the, that was the 6210, wasn't it? No, no, the 6210. The 3210 was, the, was the, little, the normal Nokia one. That didn't have polyphonic. No, the 9210 was the one you're thinking of. Jesus Christ. No, the 6210 was the smaller one. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was the one that first came out with Snake? That uh, was the 3210. That was the big. Uh, that was the black one. The one with the, the aerial on it. Yeah. The 9210 or the 5210. Ex-Googling. Great radio, yeah. That's great radio. <laughs> that's ex-Googling. Snakes. Yeah. Snakes. <laughs> Hmm. Wrong snakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then Jesus, your search history is disgusting, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when I put in snakes. <laughs> <laughs> Two girls in a cup and a snake. <laughs> so, so if Poye doesn't, while Stephen continues to look at the snakes and can't talk to us anymore, you shouldn't have worn shorts tonight. Um, <laughs> um, who was the actual player this morning? Um, <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think there was a unbelievable I mean Griezmann probably mm. you know if you Griezmann were... stepped up when Poirier stepped down kind of because yeah, Gr- Griezmann wasn't around during the, no. the state the, I mean like, nobody the... was excellent all the way through I mean Germany like you know the player of the tournament probably has to come from one of the semi-finalists right so yeah. it's none of the Welsh players even though I thought uh, you know Bale was good Joe Allen was good Ramsey was good in individual pockets Portugal it's probably Ronaldo you know just for the impact he has on that team Germany I don't think anyone was particularly special for them. They were really disappointed, actually. Mm. Um, and then Francis Griezmann, really. The for thing me, is that the final were saying that Pepe off Portugal. For me, it was, was Pepe. I'll be straight with you. I didn't stay away from for enough of their matches. The, the, defense, really the defensive won. displays that Portugal put in, and it, like it was, it was Pepe showing how good of a defender he is. He he gets caned all the time for his rashness when he's playing for Real Madrid, but. He was controlled, disciplined, and fucking did a brilliant job. He gets cane. He, can, he gets cane for the way he acts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like his his feigning of injury or that's grand with me. Bastardness. Yeah. No. Obviously, listen. If, if he's playing for your team, you don't brilliant. care about that. Yeah. Yep. You you want more of that in our team. But what I'm saying is that it's what stops him from winning more individual awards. Mm. I didn't see enough of Portugal to make a call on him. Yeah. I I didn't watch a lot of the games in the Euros. To be honest with you, I, I watched. Some of the big games. That's what, that's what I, I want to ask the lads about, right? because this is the thing about international football and tournaments in particular, right? Is that every international tournament, when they start, it's like, Way! yeah, football everywhere because it's on three times a day and it's like there's nothing but football nah, on the television. You can be drunk, you can be hungover, there's always a match you on. You can be right? drunk or hungover. Those are the only two states you can <laughs> You're either drunk or hungover. Yeah, no <laughs> when Ireland are in a tournament, that's how it works. <laughs> Not just drunk and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, is it just really that that first week is pure novelty? And then by the time you get into the second round of matches, you're used to it at that stage. And you just get bored of it, really. I think it's different things. I think 
you know, when you used to watch international tournaments before, you didn't know as many of the players, right? So you would have genuine surprises, you know, discovering some of these teams. Now, you kind of know everyone on every team. So it's, it, you know, a lot of the teams have become so familiar to you that they're all the same. You know, mm. you, you find yourself, it's really hard to watch a game of football now and be completely impartial, mm. you know, and not have an opinion about anything. And for some people that makes it better. So I enjoy it more when I've got, you know, an interest. An in interest. Someone, in yeah, it. someone to hate or something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like Whereas, you know, maybe in Italia 90, you know, you're 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 not as as bought into it. Like I remember when Holland played Germany in the uh, semi final of Italia ninety. Just I just thought they had the two best kits, so I was like, "This is yeah, fucking yeah. great. Whoever wins is going to be a great kit in the final, you know." So or whatever it was, the quarterfinals. Um, so I, I think it's changed a lot. It's just so much football now. There's so much football. Yeah, like when I was younger, like we didn't have Sky, so like I catch the odd match. It was mainly match of the day that I saw. So like when a tournament rolled round and RTE or BBC or yeah, something, three games of matches. Yeah, it's it's you're just kind of like gorging on yeah. it. You're like, this is fucking great. I mean, the other Whereas, problem is there's so much commentary on it as well. So you like, you know, if you watch RTE and they've got the three games on. Fucking by the end of it, Dunphy just is like having a seizure. He has no <laughs> idea what to say about anything. You know, when the games are boring, it's just, you know, the filler of the time. And it's the same on the BBC. But the games themselves, I enjoy it. I would still watch three games. I'd watch all the games. I, I, I prefer I it actually when there's three games yeah. a day. What I find is uh, it's it's like, I don't know, it's like fancy football or whatever else. You, you lash into it at the start. And then as time goes on, like for me, if there's three games on a day, every day, I'm in that zone of getting used to have a schedule of, okay, I'm going to watch this match, then I'm going to watch that match. When it starts being spaced out that there's three or four days of a break, all of a sudden I've tuned out of football. And then by the time that match comes around, I'm like, I'm not really that arsed Mm -hmm. watching this. You know, I don't care whether whether Wales or Portugal win. Neither of that, it just in no way bothers me. So I I tend not to, I lose interest at that point. You know, I only cared about France because I had a few quid on them. And and even then. And because we, you know, none of us come from a footballing Superpower, you know, we're never going to win the tournament. Yeah. Like, well, personally, like, I probably enjoy it more. Like, if, yeah. you know, if you're an England fan, you're still coming from a torture. team that's never going to win yeah, the tournament. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, but they convince themselves yeah. every year that they have this like They're peak around the week before the tournament where they interview Ian Wright and he goes, you know, we could do it. We could, <laughs> we could do a bit of luck. You know, Roy's boys and all that, and then they, of course, fall apart like they always do. Until they appoint Allardyce, and I tell you, watch out then, <laughs> Allardyce. He's the man. If he can't do it, accept accept their limitations. Just play the English brand of football. To be well, grand, exactly. No, like, I don't know why they're even uh, fighting against it. And Allardyce will put Andy Carroll up front, right? He'll play fucking Sturridge next to him. He'll four four fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he, he will. But I still think Harry Redknapp's the man for the job. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I'm serious. Terry, Terry what? Terry Venables. But he is Terry Venables. Okay, so he's 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 the modern day Terry Venables. If you want to take it as that, you know, Terry Venables has been the best. Probably him and Bobby Robson are the two best England managers since Alf Ramsey. So you know what I mean. Saying Terry Venables, it's not a bad shout. They got within a penal shootout of of what the the semi-finals or the final was it the quarters or the semis? They yeah, went but out Harry Redknapp doesn't you know, exist anymore. Harry Redknapp's dead, the football manager. What exists now is like the spitting image version of Harry Redknapp. Where uh, he just, he's a renter quote. He can't, he, you know, he doesn't do... Isn't he director bring, of football at like three different clubs at the moment? I don't know, but he doesn't need to be a day-to-day football manager. As an inter- I think international management absolutely suits him down to the ground. He gets to go around, watch the different games, pick up on the players. He will pull that... You know what? International football is about getting a group of lads together 
and building the morale the and the team spirit yeah, in a short period of time. I don't yeah, that's right. And he can't bring, he can't bring Joe Jordan and Clive Allen along with him, but Les Ferdinand and Tim Sherwood and Jamie Redknapp and <laughs> Gary Neville and Gary Southgate. He can't have all them to do all the fucking work. That's because that would be his well, team. Well, yeah. he, well, he can. Yeah, well, he can. Well, the FA don't want that. They, they want but someone who's going to come in. But and, now, here's, here's, here's my bugbear with the English setup, right? Is the, 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 the English. That's the bugbear. That's one. But yeah. the, the other one is that they always think that the international manager, in some way, shape, or form, is going to shape English football and, exactly. and coaching and stuff like that when in fact lads you need to park that just get a fella in who's going to bring your team together and get them Harry to Redknapp that's, 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 that's all you have to do that's what it is it, it, the, the idea that they're going to be able to bring a manager in who sets up the structure and, and delivers from grassroots to, to winning yeah. the World Cup it's no, com- no country can do that it's, no it's because, tries to do it. because international football has no fucking in in any way an impact on the Premier League no. it just well, we're, get, we're getting deeper but what the FA needs to decide and to be fair Mark Harty says this all the time is what is the English FA about is it about producing an English first team that is going to go and win the World Cup right or is it about having as many people in England playing football as possible is it about grassroots is it about making sure disabled and blind and handicapped people can play football? Is it about access? What is their strategy? Because nobody says that. If it's just about winning the World Cup, then that's a very narrow purview. And what they should do is spend all their money lobbying the government to allow them to bring in immigrants to play for them or something like that. Because that's how you do it. Can't they? Well, yeah, but uh, but they can they can have a they can have a they can have a dual they can have a dual strategy. You know what I mean? You can have. But they got no strategy. But exactly. I, I'm actually agree yeah. with you. And you yeah. know this idea that Wenger would go and be the England manager. It's like all the things that Wenger is good at, mm. right? Are the things that the technical director is meant to be doing for England. This Dan yes. Ashworth guy. Wenger's not a great first team coach. No, do you know what I mean? He's not like he's not the you know he's not the guy that's going to go in there and pull a disparate group of players together. But I do think Allardyce, and to a lesser degree, Renner, but I don't mm. like Renner, but I think Allardyce would do it. And I think he would, there would be nobody who played for that team that didn't want to play for him and didn't know what they needed to do. And he actually isn't as backwards as we all take the piss out of him. You know, he is pretty modern as a coach. Absolutely. Well, like he he had Phil Brown and he had Steve, was yeah. it? No, it was, it was Jim, Jim, what's his name? Jim, Jim uh, Smith. No, Jim Smith. Uh, had he did McLaren, have Phil Brown as well. But he had, no, yeah, but uh, Jim Smith had McLaren. But they were, they were forward thinkers in their yeah, time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and, I know we're spending a lot of time talking about And he hasn't failed. Here, I said this on Twitter the other day, like, Allardyce hasn't failed. Really, you can't, Newcastle, was the closest he's come but that was ter- that was terrible on Newcastle's yeah. part had they just stuck with him he'd have done a decent job I mean there the other the candidate is if we include Redknapp Bruce some of these guys they've done I mean Bruce has done nothing but fail I yeah. mean he's cha- uh, championship promotion is is the pinnacle his of his career and, and that's my that's my point on Redknapp is that he is the most qualified in terms of what he has achieved you know what I mean he he brought he a Spurs team that were down in the yeah he brought a Spurs team that were down in the in the relegation places under Juan de Ramos and took them to Champions League twice in what four seasons, you yeah. know. So, so you can. But he didn't you know, get in one year because Chelsea won the <laughs> European Champions League. Like, Fair enough, but he still did enough in I the league. I know what you mean. He but did that enough is in the ten league. years ago. That's uh, the problem he's got. Red and Nap. yeah, but like he, he, Redknapp wouldn't play hoofball, but he also wouldn't waste his time trying to ape Barcelona. Like basically, like Hudson. Yeah. But neither would Allardyce. That's what I'm saying. I can understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the Hudson Redknapp has always been a hoofball manager, but uh, but he tries to play possession with England, yeah. and no, he's just funny around with Hudson, for five minutes. Hudson, and Hudson uh, in England is the pure media manager. So if the yeah, media he's say, Fleet Street. If the, the media, if, if Fleet Street say, "Oh, we want to play with Barcelona," 
he then tries to get them to play like Barcelona. If he's, they say we need Harry Kane playing up front, Harry Kane starts up front. Wayne Rooney was, was the start. Wayne Rooney started. Basically, Hodgson did, is, is a bit like Rodgers in that he does everything to please the media because that helps him keep his job for longer. And that's yeah. literally what... That's a, that's because he's incapable of keeping his job through a results-driven yeah. agenda, you know? So, anyway... Right, last bit on the on, on the US. Now that we've Lads. solved the English uh, <laughs> national team's problems yeah. in this space, of how many minutes. goals do you think that Brendan Rodgers' Celtic are up against a Gibraltar pub team? None. None. They are one nil down. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. He's on the way to glory. Oh my god, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't really matter. He's having a great time. I tell her he don't have to talk some shite since he's gone to oh. sell. <laughs> <laughs> That's not like when he was coming out with wisdom. <laughs> I tell you what, Rangers aren't a bad bet for the Scottish Premiership this season. Right, before we get into Scottish football, which will be next year's new <laughs> <laughs> um, Any standout moments of the tournament that really jump out with you? Iceland. Iceland and Wales. I just thought it was a, you know, it, it's great to see, I mean, specifically Iceland. You know, that is a, I talk about Wales not being able to replicate it for 50 years, and Steve was right, maybe we will in the next tournament. But for Iceland, that was yeah. one moment in time. You know, That's Iceland's Italia 90 for exactly. Ireland. It's, it's, it's that. that one generation of players. Now, hopefully it won't be, but objectively, you'd have to say, in a country of 350,000 people, that I is thought a the hooliganism was great. Hell of an achievement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christ's sake. Um, the worst yeah. moment was uh, having to watch... 50,000 videos of Irish fans singing in France as if like that's the real quiz you know <laughs> yeah, we won the, we we won won the singing so, yeah. that's the real well, quiz they even killed the Irish we got a medal for it we actually got a medal for it I think we went home with more silverware than the Welsh did so and that's the real quiz and that's the real quiz yeah who was the crack yeah we just we just smiled at the hooligans and they went away Ronaldo getting his fucking ligaments blown out was great as well, wasn't it? I know you like him, but no, well, I want to objectively, see him. Well, it seems they've won it now. It was yeah, you won't have to look at him till February. Yeah. But in fairness, at least we got to see him manage on the sideline. Because that didn't happen, we wouldn't have got to see him manage on the sideline. So uh, for another two years, anyway, until he takes <laughs> over, takes player over manager. United, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follows Mourinho into United after Mourinho kills himself in a centre circle, and then opens fire on your Alex Ferguson stand. Fucking you the mighty all the way. <laughs> <laughs> shoots the let right off the stand <laughs> this, this isn't a pre-season friendly <laughs> it's not the Alex Ferguson stand anymore cunt <laughs> I don't know what I was going with yeah, that. <laughs> Dave's had a uh, small segue there into, Dave's into had too mass, much coffee yeah, yeah, into yeah, Grand Theft Auto yeah. <laughs> right so uh, where are we? yeah okay that's the yours part good night and god bless uh, on to Liverpool back again that's pre-season friendly started yep Tranmere baby Tranmere. didn't know that they'd gotten thrown out of the league biggest game of the season it was are they gone into I thought so the commentator said they're effectively a non-league so I don't know what that means like relegated or thrown now no it must have been relegated yeah didn't they get relegated from the football league did they Tranmere my God, we were poured in. <laughs> <laughs> I was still thinking they were League One pushing to get back into the championship. How Let wrong was I? I blame John Aldridge for it all. <laughs> and Agdeburg. Um, <laughs> I like, I like Tramir. I don't yeah. know why. Just always had a bit of a... Did you watch it again? I did, yeah. Did you enjoy it? Oh, not really, Anything to be honest with you. I thought it was... Like, there was, there was little... Did I enjoy it? 
it was meh. It was it was a six out of ten game, but it was yeah. our first preseason game back. Yeah, there was little flashes. Um, the assist for Danny Ings' goal was lovely. It was nice to see Matthew playing. It was like to, nice to see Mane playing. I like to see some of the younger lads coming in there as well. As I said, Kent, Kent, Kent's bulked up a bit, hasn't he? Um, I have to say, I, I liked uh, your manager. Well, he enjoyed preseason. No, 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 no. He looks, okay. he looks like he's been in the gym since he last played for us. Basically. No, but Ejaria definitely. Yeah, said he, yeah, he looked he, decent, but he could be a player that could be nurtured. Yeah, he could be terrible the next. They're game, in the though. fifth tier of English football. Yep, in the they, national league. Well. The national league, the but they're in the first division of the national league. So to be fair, there is no conference anymore, is there? No, that is the. It's the national league. Yeah. Used to be called the Vanarama League, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Vanarama. Um, <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you watch? Do you care about the preseason friendlies? I, I mean, it's interesting because I like watching football, and obviously, I'm a Liverpool fan. So you want to see how, particularly like the new signings, do and how they look, mm-hmm. and you know who's. I don't draw too many conclusions from it. Are they playing tomorrow night? Tomorrow yeah. night, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember Fleetwood. last preseason. Fleetwood, Fleetwood. That last preseason is they where the league <laughs> is where the we don't need Sterling because we have Ibe stuff came from because he was pretty good in in preseason. Um, but it's our first one with Klopp, and he set up a lot of games, and he's obviously you know doing mm. a lot of. And it's just going to be interesting. We've talked a lot about what is his team going to look like you know you'd have to assume that he's got at least two more signings to come a midfielder and a left back I think probably more um, so yeah that's what's interesting talk of chill well being done now isn't it yeah I don't give a fuck about the results or uh-huh. anything like that I mean I get frustrated when you see players that should be taking their opportunities and they don't you know they don't mm. for me it's like how the likes many, of if Markovic doesn't yeah, step up in the next three or four games. How many minutes does he think he's going to get? Yeah. You know, it's like he should be busting a gut there. Paul, could you believe that Klopp threw Balotelli under a bus and didn't even pick him in the squad? Amazing. Under I mean, a bus. Such, such a talented player and like, I mean, he just needs the right manager. So much to get. find the right manager and he's like, you know, he's going to, I mean, he's... Ballon d'Or, Well, if anyone, he's, he's only, if anyone... Can turn Balotelli around as Jurgen Klopp. Yeah, he is a Klopp mm. player. Really, he's isn't a total Klopp player, and and he's still only eighteen, isn't he? So he's, he's like, young. it's it's not as if he's kind of like he's wasted away, he's pissed away his whole career. Yeah. No, like he's he's obviously just gonna he's gonna pull it out of the bag this season, Balotelli. Yeah. I think twenty five goals, twenty six assists, and loads of pressing and loads of turnovers <laughs> is what Balotelli is gonna bring to us. Mm. I agree with Dave. I don't give a fuck about the results this year. Defending Normally, from the front, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But um, you know, like normally in preseason, if you know if we're playing shy, I'm kind of wary about it. Whereas Klopp has come out and he has said, "I'm doing something wrong if we're playing well in preseason because <laughs> this is just for running round. That's yeah. all these matches are for." Like, yeah, and they said to him after the game, they said, "What do you think of the result?" He went, "The result? What? what? <laughs> <laughs> we had no injuries. Yeah. I'm happy because <laughs> yeah. that's that's why he said he has a, baj- a bajillion matches because they're just training sessions basically, yeah. and he yeah. does it. And if he sees the team playing well. He thinks we're pe- peaking too early, basically. The yeah. only thing that's going to be interesting is, you know, what starts to become his first team. You know, mm. where does Mane play? Has he usurped Lalana, or is it, you know, is Coutinho going? I think there's a lot of, not rumours so much as fears, I guess, that Coutinho would go. Yeah. I'm not particularly worried about it. Either way, you know, yeah. it, who starts in centre-half? I think that's the other question. Is yeah. it Lovren and Matip, or Matip and Gomez, or Lovren and Gomez? Because they're our only centre-backs. <laughs> 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 three honest lads three honest lads to be fair Skirtle hasn't finalised that move yeah. kind of yeah. there's still time for him to you change know. his mind so be interesting oh does he move Flanagan across you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> to play DM oh, you know he might keep Lucas you know just to fuck off <laughs> can't even laugh at that shit same with the captains there oh 
Actually, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what he does the centre. In all seriousness, you know, if you play Sacco and Lovren, like he played Lovren on the left hand side. Mm. Um, with, so Matip obviously right. plays on the right. So does he go? Is he going to go and sign another right sided player? I don't know. So little things are getting interesting. Mm. You know, does Milner start? So I think those things are going to be interesting <laughs> yeah. for the. That's the only thing about preseason. Does Milner stand up? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, when are they back next week? Well, they have. <laughs> They've had plenty of time off since they got dumped out by Iceland. So yeah, they should be back next. Week. They should be back next. Well, week, I, I the tour starts. Uh, oh, Matty Skirtle with a Fenerbahce scarf. Cheerio, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking shite bag! Yeah! Out the door! 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 Take Lucas with you. Keep it here for breaking news, lads. Keep it here. <laughs> By the time you uh, hear this, hear this. <laughs> remember we were first. It is he 20 have... minutes past eight. Yay! <laughs> He's gone. Fuck off! <laughs> oh, God. By the time man. this pod goes out, though, the Fenerbahce fans will have burned him alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He'll have already played three games and be <laughs> dropped from the team. Dropped from the wall. He's who they're going to sacrifice in the first game against Galatasaray. <laughs> Just bleed him out over the side of the stand. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So, so outside of that, then what do we have? We've got potentially Chilwell. There has to be another centre midfielder coming in at some stage. You would have to think so. Yeah, yeah. Like there's well, too Zalitsky's much talk. going to Milan now, right? Oh no! <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you've never seen stand. him play. No, Literally no, not never. once. You've just I've heard him talk though, and he is a wankstand. That's he worse now than him. Did when he, he play saw a single run. minute of the Euros? I heard he came on in one of the games, one of the, the nothing games. Did he? Was yeah. it their last? Wasn't game he on the television? Wasn't yeah. he on the television? <laughs> <laughs> You've actually beaten Phil. First time he saw Markovic run, <laughs> <laughs> and he, I remember being in the WhatsApp, and Phil's like, "Demo, Demo, have you seen the way Markovic runs? He runs like Benny Hill. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. That fucking waste the money. Everyone yeah. hates him. Yeah. So you've beaten that by just deciding by the way he talks. Do you think? Yeah, dickhead. Oh, like no, him at his training ground for his current club, taking penalties or free kicks in a Liverpool jersey is just that's desperate. Like yeah. that's just. Desperate. If With his name on the back of it. Like even if Skirtle did that, you'd <laughs> still be 10, thinking. He, off, if, if Skirtle did that in a Fenerbahce jersey at, at, at Melbourne, you'd still be thinking you toss her. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm just saying go, go. <laughs> Turn a fist pumps in yeah. that fucking wank. Lads, we are going to get twenty point five million pounds for Jordan Ibn Matty Skirtle. <laughs> Think about that for crazy. And 31.5 for Ben You just Teke. think about it. Yeah. We could have got 17 million quid for Martin Skirtle a couple of seasons back. Know, and Ben Tege's already that. used two of next season's goals last season. Crystal Palace don't realise they're signing him minus two. <laughs> 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 First two goals he scores, the ref's just going to wave play on. <laughs> no, no, no. He no, used no, them no, last no, season. No, the last two goals he scored. The first two. Do you remember the Palace fans though had the petition to uh, yeah, have a ban diving. for diving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Alan Pardew argued that it shouldn't have been a penalty because it was in the last minute of the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> logic. That's not a penalty. It's the last minute of the game. Can't the, do that. Not at that point in the game. You can't be giving away a penalty then. You know, earlier in the game, fair enough. Like you know, but not that point <laughs> in the game. Um, the Sacco saga. Dave, do you have an have an opinion? No, on this? I'm off right, so leave us to it. We can't we can't drill into this too much. Like it's there's nothing to say. We, uh, this was the whole point of no one knows. No one knows. I will say that, and I agree at one point. The club are conspicuous by their silence around us. Mm. 
that was of, that was my I, I made this point a couple of times today because obviously Dave blew up Twitter with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like you know, if if everybody's talking about how he consulted the club and they gave him the go ahead, if if you gave your player the go ahead to take that that substance and he took it and then got into trouble, you would be absolutely leading from the front, especially one of your leading players. You'd be leading from the front, defending him, putting your legal team, not advising him to go somewhere else. Your club legal team would be backing that, everything else. They haven't done that. I don't know the facts. I don't want to know the facts at this stage. I couldn't give a shit anymore. It's just got so boring over the last So what I would months. say is, if I could summarize, I like Sacco. It's nothing to do with me not liking him as a player. Um, I don't morally care if he t- takes drugs. I, I actually couldn't give a shit, right? Mm. The reason I got annoyed towards the end of last season is that they were talking about him being banned for two years. So that's why I said, well, you've got to sack him. If he's going to be yeah. banned for two years for cheating, then sack him. And, of course, social media, you tend to be hyperbolic when you, t- yeah. when you talk about it. But what I would say is this. You know, as I said, sport is full of... Sport, <laughs> sport is full of athletes <laughs> who got caught doping. <laughs> and none of them came out and went... Yes, I do. They yeah. all say, oh, no, no, I took a substance. Someone took I wasn't right. aware, I wasn't so, aware yeah. of it, blah, blah. So that's so all I'm saying is this rush to exonerate him is as bad as my rush to call him a sheet and say he should be sacked. Well, that's uh, the real question. Well, I, what, I, what I couldn't understand today was, was that um, people were talking about how WADA, um, when they're head of, of that department in Germany, that said, no, it shouldn't be classified as a banned substance and they said yes it should I think it was classified as a grade 2 yeah. um, I can't remember the term for it but yeah. but but if they say that it is a grade 2 um, whatever and, and should be prohibited then, then that is a banned substance Anywho So basically where we stand then is that Sacco we don't know the full facts nobody knows the full facts at this stage and to be honest with you it just needs to be resolved. One way I can I can understand why people, uh, you know, li- like the people who are going against Dave are saying that, and it does seem that Wada are only threatening to bring this further because Liverpool and Sacco are threatening to sue them. Mm. It does seem that way, and it's it's a it's their way of saying, listen, back off, don't sue us, we we'll leave it be, let's all just get on with things, you know. But in saying that. You know, still there hasn't been enough. Why is there not been clarification? But from also, the club? like you know, can I, can anyone think of an example or, or Malika, you know, of someone gets suspended for failing a drug test, right? Doesn't appeal the second sample, so doesn't get exonerated because the second sample was clear, which Sacco didn't do. He argued the technicality, which is that the substance he failed for shouldn't have been on the banned list, right? Okay, you can argue about. Um, WADA and whether they turned up and how they've handled it. You could argue about whether it should be or should not be on the ban list. But he failed the test, right? So he failed it for a reason. Whether they whether they identified the substance as a primary banned substance or as this what, what they call it, like yeah. on a prohibitive list or whatever. And we don't know his motives and we don't know whether he told the club. So yeah. for me But somebody's come out today and like whoever wrote that retort to you this evening um, and it was a Dave well, yeah. yeah, it was a well put together piece, uh, a piece of, of writing. To be fair, um, but he's come out and said that you know Sacco did consult with the club. Now, where has that information come from? Well, what what like because the club been, said what's it. been leaked in the Telegraph is that he consulted with Wada themselves. Yeah, but the that's club. not what I'm saying. I'm saying he didn't 
I've seen absolutely nothing to date from the club or from anybody else who can prove that he actually did go to the club and talk, and they why would you consult with WADA without consult, consulting your own club doctor like exactly. like that's not, that's like saying you know I don't know fucking you know you're part of a political party and you don't go and see your own leader you go straight to the president to talk about something but why you know, would you why would you consult WADA unless you had a sneaky suspicion of something that, that, that might be a bit yeah. dodgy do you know what I mean? The, um, the last, just, anyway. just to, to wrap on, on my on final point. Sorry, is it's okay for us not to agree on this? Like, you know, yeah, it's okay. Absolutely. It's okay, okay for people it's to opinions. think that he's innocent. That's fine. Yeah, there's no, but there's right no more evidence to think that he's completely innocent as there is to say he's done he something did wrong. Something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he sues you. I hope he does too. <laughs> and I like him. You know, I do like him. He's not a bit not unorthodox, though, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a funny way about him. Always looks uncomfortable on the ball, wouldn't you say? They said it on the television the other night about somebody. Oh, they did, and they, they referred it back to, to Sacco, didn't they? It was, yeah. was it one of the French teams. It was one of was the it? French teams. It was one of the French players. Was it Matt Because he does look like Sacco when he's passing the ball. He has the same kind of hunch, you know, pure concentration. And yeah. It was like, Matt They said like, he has the same. Tap, 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 <laughs> tap it in. But yeah, they said he has the same unorthodox style as Sacco. I was yeah. like, what? In that he predominantly kicks the ball to one of his own players. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah. Yeah. Seems okay with me. Anyway, listen. <laughs> Liverpool with Sacco is better than Liverpool without Sacco. Agreed. Hopefully he gets away with it. Yeah. Or hopefully he's cleared or whatever it might be. But hopefully we can just put it to bed in the next couple of weeks get on with pre-season without this shit dragging on yeah. and we've an excellent centre half the ideal scenario would be WADA or the UEFA release a report that said it was our fuck up he consulted with the club he took a substance that he was allowed to take we false, falsely yeah, they're not going to do that because they leave themselves exposed yeah, no, to, to a legal so, yeah. suit so what's going to probably happen is that the two parties agree they, the no legal action in return for not pressing it I heard Sacco's going to write an article and then Wad is going to write <laughs> both will be on our Facebook page yeah. <laughs> we got the like off Sacco earlier so he must, he must have we got the like off him <laughs> <laughs> got the like off you once yeah. but what's, Sacco what, what's is funny is you. in the Guardian today the editor of the Guardian wrote this big long piece about how we're, we're post Brexit you know we're living in a world where Facts just don't matter. Everyone has their own facts now, like you know. Yeah. And then the Sacco case, I I start writing an article on the Sacco case, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Everyone has their own facts. Well, lads, anything else stand out this week? Because um, there's not really much. More. Oh, the only thing I would Jim say about Cl- the Jim Klopp signed a contract. No, the only other thing I'd say about the Liverpool. No, part. <laughs> no, 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 no. You've got me wrong here. <laughs> no, um, the last bit that happened yesterday was Liverpool got got rid of one of their their, their physio. And they've replaced them with the under twenty one physio. Well, Chris Morgan left uh, in the summer. That's right. Left he left early. Ago, he yeah. went. He went to go yeah. to Wales. He was a club doctor, which, though, was he not? Obviously, no, he was, the, he was the head physio. All right. So I think that will complete the porch of the Rogers um, crew that we brought in. Like plus, that he brought in. Plus, we started putting up the emblem on the main stand. We did start putting the crest up on the main stand. The crest start going up on the main stand. I like I, I you know all those pictures of the main stand and the, oh, actually, actually it does look well now to be fair. Actually, the one of the things that came out that was probably pushed over is the fact that they they're using the exact same pitch again this year. They still haven't replaced the pitch. I have not. No, it's the same. Surely that's going to have a problem. Well, I don't know what way the the lie of Anfield is, but you would think with a higher stand, it's going to restrict sunlight it, and therefore the regenerate. Listen, I, I suppose five percent you know artificial, what? and then they sow in the grass. I was just going to say it doesn't really matter now to an extent whereby a pitch can be. You know, years ago you had to regrow your pitch. Now, now it can just be dug up and relayed in a day. 
You yeah. know what I mean? You can have a new. Uh, I'll they, give it they, a couple of days to bed the in. Pitch or something. And it doesn't matter yeah. how good you make it. James Milner's face is just going to dig it all. <laughs> he's going to leave it like the surface of the moon by <laughs> mid September. No, actually, right. The pitch that they have is designed that clumps don't come up. Yeah. The twelve, <laughs> and then you get Milner. Nah, they have no, no, tested away him yet. Yeah, no. he's he's their test. <laughs> Even if the pitch was made of term academy, but still be We do have to talk about Klopp and his new contract. Jurgen Klopp gets a six-year contract, boys. Does it does it mean that that is uh, as some people have said, and it makes sense? Is is that a way of tying down our most saleable asset um, in terms of pitching the club to new owners? Some people are saying that the you know I saw Tony Evans there talking about how it was a bad move. And and that um, that the the club you know should be working on the basis of let them prove something first, and really that they're turning down every offer that's coming their way at the moment. So, the, the only yeah, God forbid we hired a two-time league-winning manager who's been to a European <laughs> Cup final, and you know is probably. I, mean, you, I, I mean, see what his no, I see what his point was. We we had a we had a a contract till nineteen with an option for us to extend by an extra year if wanted. Anyway, so you know he wasn't. I think it's a statement of intent. I yeah, yeah, so do I. And I don't that, think that this club is going to be built around by, exactly. by, and he could by do what he wants. I reckon, I, think, not, I reckon they've changed the terms of it as well. I was just going to say, I think there's more of that to it. Yeah. I think it's more a case whereby they've said, okay, this fella knows what he's at, which you always expect he does, but you just don't know until you get somebody in. And they felt, you know, Air is leaving at the end of next season, at the yeah. end of this season, isn't he? He's Air stepping down the end no, of the season. No, he's not. Air's been leaving fucking every season for the last four <laughs> seasons, along with Akterberg. He's been sacked more times than anybody else in the world, and every year they pop back up. Sacked like, more times than John from Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> well, what FSG are famous for, right, is, is like, not getting rid of Akterberg. falling in love with the newest concept, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. they, they have all these advisors or whatever. So the newest concept is Jurgen Klopp's a genius. So they've gone, fine, yeah. throw away. And that's what out. Evans is kind of saying. He's, yeah. he's kind of saying that. But this is, to be fair, I, th- I also think it is about the fact that they're looking to bring investment into the club, whether that's a sale or whether that's partial you know, whatever. sale or whatever it might be. Yeah. And having Jurgen Klopp and saying this guy is going to be running the football side of the business it's for not, the next six years is smart. It is smart, and you know what? He is a draw for sponsors. He yeah. is yep. he is gold in Opal, terms of yeah. what he gives you. You know, from a if he's driving around Opals and having a laugh in them, he'll do anything. You know what I mean? He's all over the TV, isn't he? Uh, he is, but, but I just yeah, more mean, you know, he is a very good ambassador for the club in the way he goes about things. Yeah. And and if you're trying to bring in investment or bring in new sponsorship or whatever it might be, it's a smart But from move. a business perspective, you know, if you think about the, the corporate world, you know, the hiring of a new CEO, for example, which is the equivalent of football of the hiring of a new manager, you know, has the potential to drive stock price up or stock price down. So I'm sure they're looking at it like going, how do we how do we provide some stability, make it more uh, attractive to investors coming in how, and put the future of the sporting side of the business mm-hmm. in someone's hands that knows what the fuck he's doing. Plus, plus there's the other side of it that if you look at it this way, he's got a year left after this season. If he has a good season now and a club comes in for him exactly. next summer, they get a one-year compensation because the fact that they've got an option for second year doesn't mean they get that as yeah. compensation. So I they get a one-year compensation. I see how it's Looked at as was it needed. Yeah, 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 I can see that. But I don't see how it's a negative. It's not. It can't be a negative. There's nothing negative about it. I say Klopp is signed on for long. I just don't get that. On the, fo- on the football inside, he's one of the only proven people yeah. we've got. Like, hardly any of our players are proven. Like, we, we talked about the fear of losing Coutinho. He hasn't had a good full season yet. No. So by that logic, we can't give him a new contract. Like yeah. it's up to him to prove to us. Plus, like, we, we need to we need to buy in to to Klopp over a period of time. Anyway, like if he doesn't have a great season this season, I'm not going to be sat here 
you know, next May, going, we need to get rid of him. Get no, I'll be, be criticising his decisions and stuff. Yeah, like fair, that, but that's fair enough. You, you know, that that's life. Do you do that in work? You do that at home. You do it wherever. But I'll still be saying, okay, well, then he gets another year. Like I'm happy to take the Wenger approach on this. Yeah, and and say, okay, give the man a chance to come in and actually build what he wants to build over the next five or six years, and then make a judgment on it. Let I, him see I how think they've contract. also probably said to him. There's going to be a lot of change in the club, right? So air is going to go. There'll be a new CEO, right? They're going to bring in some strategic investment or sell. Yeah. And I think it's their way of saying, throughout all of that uncertainty... You're a constant. You're a constant. And we don't want to give you reason to start looking at Barcelona or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich or whatever. Yeah. Because make no bones about it. If those vacancies were available, they would be looking at Jurgen Klopp. Of course they would. And lads, to wrap it all up, let's just remember... Martin Scarlett has got the penalty! <laughs> Fuck off, Kinderhead! <laughs> right, so a quick admin then. Um, and no music, sorry about this, guys, but a bit of a rush on tonight. So, um, as ever, big thanks to the lads at the Astro Park for letting us do the pod on a weekly basis. This, of course, was the Euro Trippers. Um, so, that's all wrapped up. So, get down and play your five side at www.astropark.ie. Uh, also, big thanks to the lads at Monster Gadgets. Don't forget the discount code is EURO10 and that'll get you 10% off the any purchase that's on the site. And the lads are continuing the sponsorship of the show through the pre-season, so we'll have more offers for you to give away um, as, as we run into the pre-season friendlies, etc. that's going on. Um, of course, then your day trippers tonight, they were, of course, Paul Brennan at Brenzi, Stephen Daly at Steve Sideways. And Dave Thomas at Satriali 80. But you'll know that because he's been all over your timeline today. And of course, it was me, Phil. Fuck um, if you don't know me, time, don't know my Twitter handle at this stage. Who cares? Um, but anyway, we're back as the LFC Day Trippers last week. Thanks for listening over the Euros. Good night and God bless. Get away. They just said Lincoln Red Imps FC. <laughs> so I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Coles has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids' summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after Sandy Beach Days. I got Kohl's cash, too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So, yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Attention Social Security and SSI recipients. If you did not receive an economic impact payment for your eligible spouse or dependents, you may need to file a 2020 tax return with the IRS and claim the recovery rebate credit. Go to ssa.gov EIP to see if you need to file a tax return and if eligible for other refundable tax credits, like the child tax credit. That's ssa.gov EIP. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Sports Social Podcast Network.